Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Cindy Stumpo's a general contractor. Look, whatever happens between the roof and the foundation, we'll be talking about it. For 25 years and counting, Stumpo's been building houses and shattering stereotypes. Building a home and building a life. This is what this show is all about. Cindy Stumpo is tough as nails. And welcome to Cindy Stumpo on Tough as Nails, WBZ News Radio 1030. And by my side, once again, we have Sammy, Newbrook Realty. Yay. She, she might want to punch me today. Yeah, we were driving here and like... We just can't talk about men. How's that? As long as I stay out of her personal life, we're all good, her and I. All good. My son, She I'm said totally it out loud. Involved. Maybe we should remember that now. What? I'm you not said gonna, it out loud. I'm not going to stay out of your personal life. I'm a helicopter mom. That's my job. So anyways, tonight's topic is what comes first, the builder, the architect, the designer, and my guest tonight is the talented, most beautiful interior decorator that I know, Tanya Nayak from Tanya Nayak Designs, and you also probably know Tanya from many TV shows, on HGTV, the Food Network, the CBS, NBC, ABC, the big one, the ABC holiday series, The Great Christmas Light Fight. On top of all that, she was just featured in Simple Magazine. I'm sorry, The Real Simple Magazine. Tanya, welcome back. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? So let's talk. So good to see you again. I feel like, is this the only way we're ever going to get to meet up when I come here? Yeah, that's it. We're in the studio, okay? (laughs) That's it. That's it. You're running in 30 different directions, and I'm running in 28 different directions. It's just crazy. It is crazy. And then we get to talk on the phone when she's got like a long long ride from New Hampshire back on me. It was perfect. I had all the time in the world, and we just talked and talked and talked. Do you ever notice that because you're moving so fast all day long, when you finally get to talk to somebody, I become like an over-communicator. Because all day long, it's like this. You go do this. You go do this. Hurry up, go do this. Hurry up, go do that. And then I get on the phone with a friend. I just want to talk. It felt so good. It actually, you know what, Cindy? You're right. It felt so good to just talk. And it wasn't, we did talk a little shop, but we talked about so many other things. And we, right. got, we got pretty personal. There it goes. That's, that's how it is. Because all day long, it's like this. Get this done. Did you do this? <laughs> okay. So, Tanya, let's start. In your opinion, what comes first? Because I get calls as the builder first. Some people get called as designer first. The architect, in your opinion, how should it go being a designer? Sam, what do you think? My opinion, I don't think it should be one person first. I think everyone should be together in the first meeting. Okay, well, I disagree with that. But go ahead, Tanya. Okay, so the way I've seen it work the best is, and this is a big question that a lot of people have. You're starting a renovation and you have no idea where to start. And we're talking about a big renovation, not just a couple of interior fixer-uppers. So basically, ideally, what you want to do is get your architect on board first. You want to sit down with that architect. You want to come up with a floor plan. Have them start it off. Get the ball rolling. She is talking about whether you're doing new construction, a renovation, an addition, anything. anything. If you're moving walls and you're replacing, have an architect come in. Right. And Cindy, I think you and I probably are are on the same page with this. Next step is you want to get your designer involved in the conversation and loop that designer in. 
So now I can look at the plan and I can say, you know what, from a how I live perspective, does this work? I'm walking in through the, into the space and you know what, that logistically doesn't make any sense to have a bathroom over there versus over here or for your kitchen to be facing this way versus that way, you know, whatever. You get the point. But ultimately, Sam, you are correct. Then we're going to bring in the contractor. But ultimately, you want to get the whole team together once that contractor is looped in. And I feel like weekly meetings in the beginning are really important. Is that just too time consuming for you? Yes, it is. For me, it is. Um, But the reason why Sammy's answer was Sammy's answer is because she's used to people coming to me for us as the builder. Mm -hmm. Then I put the whole team together. Which works too. And that's also happened. But our team is the architect, the civil engineer, and the structural engineer. Right. So we're builders. Remember that. Mm -hmm. So that's our first team. Then typically my end users will hire their own designers, right? And at that point, they start to work with their um, architect. Mm-hmm. And typically, by the way, when somebody comes to me, I'm already, you're already coming into a company that's full service. We have an architect. We have a structural engineer. We have a civil engineer. But then everybody has their own designers. Or they'll ask me for references, and I'll give your name. I give, And again, also, I'll, I'll also ask the client, what's your budget to? Right. Because designers charge different. You can explain oh, that yeah. better. There's, there's so many different ways. And this is a question I get asked a lot is when somebody's looking for a designer. First of all, how do you find that person? You know, how do you find the person that's going to meet your budget that gets you? It is a relationship. It's like, on, I mean, I haven't done online dating. I've been married for too long. <laughs> to have I imagine it's like online dating where you have to meet a lot of people and find the right connection. <laughs> Make sure you guys right. drive well together. They have to, as a designer, you have to get that person more emotionally, I think. Like you have to really get how they live their life. Like I want to know, tell me what you do the, the second you wake up, you go to the bathroom, Go make pee. a cup of coffee. Yeah, make your cup of coffee. I don't do any of that. I wake up and go to work. <laughs> I'm showered the night before, get dressed, and out the door I go. But the the big one here is that when my clients have designers, one or two things can happen. They can either make my life really easy. Or really complicated. I know. Bingo. Yeah. So the designer that's organized, and she calls me and she says, Cindy, plumbing fixtures are done. Cabinetry's yes. picked up. When do you need the stuff delivered? That's a designer that's on the ball. Right. When I get the designer that's got a huge egomania, is just, just as big as this whole iHeartRadio building, okay? <laughs> yeah. And I get those two. Or when you get the guy that wears a scarf around his neck and he doesn't have hair left on his head, so he flings a scarf at me, that's it, okay? We had a, we had, we had a guy in the meeting. in the face by a scarf, it's oh, yeah. over. <laughs> it was a $12 million build out, and I, he, he threw a scarf over his neck, and I went, dude, mm-hmm. you do that again, I'm coming across the table. Like you literally just flung your scarf right, at me. Right. Like if, if I did this with my hair, you, you know, know, you push your hair. Like designers get a bad rap. I uh, there are because of those occasional designers. That yeah, that have they, the they're bigger than God. Right. To but me, I don't like those designers. I like designers that are down to earth, that are humble, that listen to the client and uh, and respect your budget. Bingo. This is key. If you respect the same with an architect budget, too. By the way, mm-hmm. there are architects out there that just want to do what they want to do. Right. And I'll say to them, Are you moving into the house? No, then listen to my client, okay? So those architects in 30 years, I really have pushed out the door because it's all about them. Right. But that's not you. That's not you. No. Because I know yeah. that because you've worked with some of my clients and you've worked with some of my friends and you deliver what they're asking you to deliver. 
you know, at the end of the day, I I want to make sure this house is it's their house. They have to live in it. You know, sure. people say, what's you know, what's your design style? My design style is executing your style, <laughs> whatever it is that Perfect you answer. want to convey. I'm Perfect. going to find a way to get get you there, but I'm going to make it better. OK, I have some other questions. I got so many questions, Tanya. OK, so we've established there there is a protocol for me. It is coming into my office as the builder, and if you need full, full service, which a lot of people do, and then designer, it, it, it all can work differently. But Sammy was right because she she's thinking the building end, you're thinking the designer end. Would I recommend for me and take a lot of stress off my back? Sure, please hire the designer. Go pick out the plumbing fixtures. Like I said, the cabinets, right. do it all with her. But if somebody can't afford it, this is what I get a lot. Well, why should I pay a designer when I can go do that myself. Oh, no, God, you can only do question. 20% yourself. Yes. The rest of it you can't do. So they think, I'm going to pay all this money and I can do this myself. And what they don't really understand in, is you're going to spend it now or you're going to spend it later in mistakes, okay? And that and now, could not be any truer of a statement, Cindy. So, you know, I want you to hold that thought because we're going to go to break. But think about it. The money that they're going to lose when they make a mistake and can't return it. I'm Cindy Stump, and you're listening to Tough as Nails on WBZ News Radio 1030, and we will be right back. Sponsored by National Lumber and Village Bank. Your village, your bank. And welcome back to Tough as Nails on WBZ News Radio 1030. And I'm here with Samantha. I'm not going to say I'm Cindy Stumble because if you don't know I'm Cindy Stumble, you're going to Google her. Uh, it's just ridiculous. Uh, I'm here with Samantha and I'm here with Tanya. Tanya, we're just talking about the cost of a mistake of not having a designer. So when my clients say, I don't need a designer. Right. Because why should I pay a designer? Please explain to my listeners. Okay. For what you're going to charge. And the mistakes you're going to make building a home. Mm -hmm. Okay, take it from there. Okay. So this is something that happens all the time. And I get it. It is expensive. Building anything is expensive when you start to factor in all the other elements. So when you get to the bottom line, you're like, yeah, I know what I like. I'll just go out and I'll buy a rug and I'll buy a couch or whatever. It's so much more than that because what we do as interior designers is that we're helping you pick the finishes, the tile, the hardware, your paint colors, like all of these things that actually end up costing a lot more money when it's all said and done. So and that's even if you're just doing a kitchen or a bathroom. And the biggest thing people have trouble with is paint colors. Even right. I do. She like, hates it. Well, hate it. Hate it. And it, to hire a painter to paint an entire house, we're looking at ten, twenty thousand dollars, even more, depending, depending on, on the size big, of the house, yeah, right? Depending on how big, right? So this this just happened recently. I had a client that you know we got the ball rolling with them, and they were like, you know what, I got this. We're good. I was like, okay, no problem. Please let us know if you need anything. You know, we're here. So lo and behold, she went out and she picked a tile, and it turns out. She hated the tile. It got installed. It ended up costing her $16,000. It was a $16,000 mistake that ended up now getting ripped out, redone. So the additional money that went into doing new tile and new install, whereas... And hold on. She yeah. was lucky that she could afford to do that. 
How about the right. woman that's stuck looking at that ugly tile? Exactly. And you just paid 16000 And dealing and, and living with it. with it. Right. Okay. Yep. That's a good point. <clears throat> you know, and again, I get it. Not everybody can afford this. But what, Cindy, what you were just saying is that ultimately what I've discovered in my experience doing this is that people end up, as you said, they either pay it up front with the designer or they end up paying it in the end with the mistake. Sure. So it's that simple. You know, I have a saying in my business, do it right the first time people, meaning builders, because mm -hmm. you're going to come back. When you come back, it's going to be triple the cost. Right. Okay. So do it right the first time yep. or don't do it at all. Well, here's something too, though. If you can't afford to hire the designer to actually handle the whole project, because what we're doing is we're managing it. We're checking on, we're checking the status of deliveries or making sure that the finishes are correct before they get installed. So before they get in your hands, Cindy, I'm making sure that it's the right product because you're building the place. You're not. I don't have time. How do you know if it's the right or wrong I don't. finish? You don't, right? I don't. So until, until, hold on, until the homeowner comes in and says, Cindy, that's supposed to be polished nickel, not right. polished chrome. Well, uh, listen, yeah. this is what got delivered. I'm right. not a mind reader here. Or the stone that just got installed on the fireplace. That's not what I ordered. Well, how are you supposed to know, you know? Right. And I'm sure, like any designer, like me as a builder, I try to work with people. And if I have to come down some money to make it affordable for them to hire me, if I'm doing out. a custom build out, I'll work with that client, especially if I like them. Right. If I don't like you. But, but if I like you and I want to work with you then I'm going to do what I need to do to right. help you and put the deal together. But and I'm that, sure you do the same well, thing. Well, yeah. And I, but I, but what I was going to say too, is that if you want to save money and you don't necessarily, you feel like you've got the chops. A lot of people, you know, we have all these DIY shows, HGTV, which I'll never knock because I was on for so long. You were on Cindy, right? So we have these shows where I'm people putting it on feel my, very, on my headstone, they feel very well versed in design. So hire someone to just consult, to come in every once in a while and chime in, show them your finishes, Let pay that designer an hourly fee to just look at everything and say, yay or nay. Bingo. And that's it. So you'll work on a fee base, an hourly base. So there's many ways to hire right. you. Okay. Let's talk about trends right now. Let's talk about kitchens. And, and, and here is the problem I'm having. Everybody's on Instagram and everybody feels like their homes are outdated because if you go to Instagram, everything's modern, modern, modern. And it's not even realistic. Mm -hmm. And who wants to live like that? If I had a, a home in Florida and I'm there three months out of the year, I want to live that way. In New England, I don't want to live that way. Right. Okay. I want warm, cozy, fuzzy. Let's talk about the trends that are going on in New England. Let's talk about New England. Sure. I know we're out in many other states, but let's talk about what's going on here. Where do you see... Oh, okay. Let, I'm going to jump all over the place. Engineer countertops. Never thought I'd be using them. But love them because there's so many great, great designs now that they actually look like real stone and they're okay. more affordable. They're not. They're not. That's the point. Me as a builder, I can buy real marble for less than I can buy engineered material <laughs> because the numbers have switched now. Supply and demand. Everybody wants the engineered. So the marble prices are coming down. I, I, mean, I haven't used granite in probably 15, 18 years of my career out of 30 years. The only thing with the, the only, from a, functionality standpoint marble looks amazing it's just not as durable you're gonna no, get you the have red to keep line it up. rings my on super it. white you're you're um, mm -hmm. i have a guy come in like i don't know four times a year yeah but you're right i take them um, mr what do they call magic, magic eraser, eraser. Those eraser. things are great <laughs> and everything comes things. thank god those yeah. things are wonderful aren't they oh i have a great tip what you, this is gonna blow your mind so i have i have engineered stone and i got sharpie on it you try telling me what gets Sharpie off of what stone. 
aerosol hairspray. Shut up. Spray aerosol hairspray on it, and it wipes right off like nobody's business. Off the engineer. Mm-hmm. You're kidding me. Could you not? Okay, so it is. It's and I thought Magic Teresa was my Mister Clorox was my new friend. Okay, I can't vouch for it for other things, but it worked for it worked for the Clean's name, not Mister Clorox. I don't know, Mister Clean. I don't know the bald headed guy. (laughs) Mister Clean. I miss the Clean. It's been around since I've been like five years old. Okay. (laughs) But I love those. Uh, so everybody go out and buy magic, right? What they call magic erasers? It got to the point where I made her like an a aerosol, whole, a whole kit an aerosol hairspray. Of all the things she asked for all the time that there's like this kit, like a MacGyver kit in her trunk. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, always. But please, folks, don't just be going all over your house with magic erasers on your paint because you're going to step back after like three days. You're going to see all these like spots all oh, over yeah. your walls. Some people get crazy. You know with what? It. I was just at a convention. Sherwin Williams has this. Um, this wipe now, and it's actually, it's similar to a magic eraser, but it's where you have scuff marks on your walls. You can just use it. It, it looks like a like a towelette kind of thing, and you can wipe it, and it'll take right the scuffs right off the wall without really? taking the paint off. Wow, Brand okay. New. Let's, well, you have to get mm-hmm. that one. Sharon Williams, mm-hmm. put that down. Okay, so let's talk, go back to the trends. Are we getting, let's go on this Instagram thing, because everybody's sending me pictures from Instagram. Is it too over the top? Is it coming into Boston, New England? Is it here to stay in your opinion? Where's a stop and start? Like, where do you, okay, that's enough. And actually, I'm building a new house myself. So I'm you all, are? yeah, I yeah. That. So yeah, I, I, I need to go from like a 7,000 square foot house to a 10,000 square foot house for Ray and I, for what I don't know. I haven't <laughs> figured that one out. But now I'm going to be all screwed up. So I'm going to need you on that one with me okay. because I am really <laughs> messed up on what I want to do here because I'm all about elegance, not about trends. So now I got to bring a total bipolar house into my head, which will fit fine because <laughs> my head's like a freak show anyways <laughs> lately. So why not my house be a freak show along with my head? But tell me about where you think trends should stop and start. You know what? I've said this from day one. and I've, I mean, for as long as I've been a designer, I've always believed that there is no such thing as following trends. There are trends just like fashion. It sort of Okay, drives. give me when you when we say the word trend, what comes to your head kitchen trend right now? What comes to my head with the kitchen trend? Uh, lacquer cabinets. Okay. Next. High gloss lacquer cabinets. Right. Flat door panel. Right. Next. Uh, brushed gold hardware. Okay. Next. Uh, Engineer tops. Waterfall. Engineer edges. edges. Okay. Uh, the waterfall edge. Mited. Um, yeah. Thick mited waterfall edge. Okay. Yeah. You just named the whole kitchen. There That's the whole kitchen. Yeah. So you made the whole kitchen modern. Flat, high-gloss panel doors, mm-hmm. waterfall, mitered, edged, I have a question. Engineered. Do people ask you if my kitchen's too trendy when they're designing it? No, Is that but, a question but, that comes up? I don't even let them go there because I, I've always said this. I, I personally don't care about trends. You know, okay, I just so don't. explain to me, if you were designing a kitchen right now, what type of style, let's start with the cabinet door. What would you pick? What would Tanya pick for a cabinet well, door? Well, coincidentally, I am knee deep in my own okay, go my ahead. own one right now. Great. And I'm going to sound like a bit of a hypocrite because this is not just because it's trying I just have always really loved a waterfall edge because it's a clean look. So I do have that, but I have it book matched so that the vein of my stone actually drops down. Everything looks beautiful. No, no. I want you to walk me through the process. What's your cabinet door? Cabinet door. My lowers are a like a not a color. Deep, deep. What's the style door? I'm sorry. Let me repeat. Oh, it's a shaker style door. Bingo. That's what I wanted to hear. Okay. So a shaker style door. Inset or full overlay? Inset. Oh, inset. One hundred percent inset. No overlay. Overlay's been. I mean, you don't even use that. You, I haven't used that. Wait. Let's all hold this thought. I'm Cindy Stumpo. You're listening to Tough as Nails on WBZ News Radio 1030.
Sponsored by Pella Windows of Woburn. There's always a convenient way to let Pella into your home. And Smoller Insurance, servicing the greater Boston area since 1952. Listen, my my music relaxes me, so when I'm in the studio, I have to be relaxed, okay? So if you don't like my music, too bad, okay? <laughs> Still love you, though, buddy. Okay, welcome back to Tough as Nails on WBZ News Radio 1030 with Cindy, Sammy, and Tanya. So we just left it off that we're going to talk about your kitchen right now, the style door. Shaker style door. Bingo. I'm doing lowers are darker, uppers are lighter. Okay, so we're going to stay with the shaker style door. Why? For me, because it's going to have longevity. It's not too trendy. Bingo. And then you're doing, you said your uppers, you're going to change the colors? Yeah, which is something new for me personally. I haven't done this in my kitchen before. and I. Oh, wait a minute. Is your shakers inset or overlay? Inset. So you are insetting them? Yeah. So do you feel the inset's getting too traditional and maybe to start moving towards the overlay? Yeah, I don't know. I... So you're staying with inset? Yeah. So basically, if you don't know what inset means or full overlay, uh, the inset goes in, into the, the door goes into the frame of the cabinet and the overlay comes, they butt up together. It's on the surface. Okay. Which Each is a more door. modern look, the overlay. Correct. Right. Okay. So let's go there. So shaker, inset, and then you're going with the two colors. Right. So I have, uh, it's not a bright white, but it's like a white, just white but not okay. bright white for the uppers. And then the deep, deep, dark, warm gray for the lowers. There's so many grays out there. It's so yeah. funny. There's green gray, red gray, yeah, blue right. <laughs> gray. I tend to lean towards the blue grays. Okay. And then you said you're doing a waterfall miter? Waterfall. Now, let me just remind you, my kitchen is probably the size of your shoe closet, Cindy. <laughs> so I have a very small kitchen, yes. But I have a peninsula island, and uh, so we have a waterfall edge. But, Cindy, I have um, a countertop line right now. It's called Element Surfaces. Let's so talk about I that. Use that. Yeah, so I'm really excited about so it. So this is now your countertop line coming out. Right. It, it's out. It's one of the things that I... And where can people buy it? It's at I don't know, 2,000 kitchen and bath locations all across the country. And so why don't I have all samples in my office, my I'll, clients? I'll make sure you get them. Jesus, <laughs> my God. I have to bring in the studio well, to get Well, you know this. what? For me, it was a big deal. Having done HGTV for so many years, the people that know me have always relied on me for affordable design that has a luxury feel. And I've never wanted to go beyond that. I've never, I've been very, very true to that in that I don't want to have a product out there that breaks the bank. So this is actually an engineered stone that is very affordable. We don't have a million colors out there. I believe there's about 25 of them that That's I got good. to work on creating the color palettes together. And yeah, and so there, there's a nice choice, but it's not overwhelming and it's, it's really affordable. Now you're making them in this country or outside of here, inside this country, good. Um, and well, that, you know, it's funny because like you go to a Caesar stone and my Jewish clients want Caesar stone because it's made in Israel. I get this, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I get a lot of this, like, well, is that made over there? I want it over there. I want it over here. I want it made in America. I want it made over in Italy. I want, it's crazy. But with that being said, um, who's carrying the slabs? Like if, if my, is MSI or any of those yeah, guys? Yeah, so uh, I have a company that I work very closely with. It's called um, Avani Stone. Yep. 
and Stone Showcase. They're, the, they're one and the same, but they have two. So in Boston, they're located where? Woburn. So in Woburn. Mm-hmm. And you are going to get me the samples. I'll get you the samples. Okay. You want the... Unfortunately for you, the kiosk has a big picture of my face on it. Are you okay with that? that that's office? okay. We'll put your face right in my office. Okay, All good, right? okay? To, we'll walk poor by. girls in my office. We'll even when I'm not there, you. they have and to stare we'll, at it. So they'll make, they might put a mustache on you, and then yeah. we'll put a beard on <laughs> you. I've had it all done. We're going to take selfies and send them to <laughs> All right, so you're using your own top right now. So basically, with your kitchen, would you call it that you're doing modern Traditional, yeah, transitional. I would call feel? it a modern transitional. Did you think five years ago you were going to do that? What you're doing right now? I never thought I would do the mixed color cabinets. Uh, yeah, I. You know, my my taste is, is evolving when it comes to residential. Is it's fairly safe. Like I like longevity. What I always do is I keep a neutral base so that I can change out my accents and change it up so that. All the more expensive items stay the same. You know, if I'm going to have a sofa, it's going to be a pretty neutral okay. color sofa. Can I, can I give you something? When I started 30 years ago, every kitchen we did was white. Four or five years into my career, we stopped with the white and we moved back to the dark woods. Mm-hmm. Do you know, in 30 years, white just came back oh, five yeah. years ago. big time. So remember, I've been doing this for 30 years. For the first five years, she's admitting that. first five years, <laughs> we were doing all white kitchens. Last five years, take 10 years off my career, there's 20 years that we didn't use white kitchens anymore. Yeah. We were using the Navajo whites, the more beige creams. Mm -hmm. Now white's back. So I have a feeling that no matter how hard we try to stay in that transitional look, it's nothing is forever timeless. We try, but I, I, I don't believe, and I think as personal people, our tastes change every five years. Unfortunately, we can't really trade in our husbands and our children. But, you know, it is what it is. Like, I liked you five years ago, right. but I don't like you anymore. So uh, you, you need to, to go. to a little bit. Yeah, you know, you need yeah. to go. But you're not a couch, so I can't throw you out Listen, and change the couch. Yeah, I'll but, keep it real. What prompted my change? I was pretty happy with my kitchen. It, it was, again, I, I designed it for longevity. What prompted my change was all of a sudden my appliances started to go. My refrigerator was leaking. My my oven, and I'll be real right here, I had to use a lighter pilot to like start the thing. And I looked at my husband, I'm like, I work too hard. You work too hard. Why am I using a lighter to light the stove? So we now we just replaced oh, everything. Oh, so replaced with, the whole thing. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So I don't even new. know how to Sub-Zero use Sub-Zero Wolf. Sub-Zero Wolf. Yeah. You went the whole nine yards. Did you put uh, covers on it or are you leaving it stainless? Uh, stainless, except for my dishwasher. Uh, see, we're in the restaurant biz. I love the look of the fridge being... I can't keep it clean. It makes me feel like... I uh, know you hate that. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. I get for, it. I did I get that it. for 10 years too until my kids had their fingerprints on everything. You, like, you eh. very, your style is very polished. Like you have a very polished style. I'm a little more salt of the earth. <laughs> I know, but you're very, you look, I'm looking at how you're dressed in the studio. You're basic. I'm basic. I'm, I'm always in a white and a thermal shirt on. So go ahead. A thermal shirt and a flannel. That's my look. And my cucaracha hey, you know, Indian boots but here. This is, a, this is interesting because typically I say to people, if they can't figure out what their style is, just open up the closet exactly. door. Sammy, how many times I say it? Well, you tell me all the time I don't have any style, so it doesn't, I don't listen. <laughs> well, she's got, she's got a mixture of her and me going, and she's got to just figure out, like, which side which am I one? going with? Yeah, the, where, who am I? Okay, so I hear this from brokers all the time, that the new generation, Cindy, this is what they want. They want maintenance-free homes. They don't want stones they don't want my i never thought i'd be using all porcelains in my homes i'm building nine ten million dollar homes with all porcelain wow. nobody wants marble mm-hmm. and i'm going are you guys like 
brokers. Are you serious? Sammy's like, Mom, I'm telling you. Yes, Sam, but you're in the seaport here all the time. Come on. Like, really? Mom, I'm telling you, it's even in Newton and Brookline, and then I'll call a couple of the brokers. They look so good, though, you know? They look good, but you're buying a $10 million home from Sea Stumper uh, yeah. Development. There should be something of... of Substance, not well. Even in, even in homes that I would say are not as modern, that I have a couple, a bunch of listings that are like that. No one, I don't think the young generation appreciates what's actually in their home because they don't know how expensive that is or what goes beyond it. Besides me telling them, so you have to educate them. Yes, I never really, guys. I never thought I'd pull away from the natural stones. I never thought I would, and now I'm doing glass porcelains and. I mean, well, what are you going to do in your own kitchen? Have you thought about no, it yet? I actually, like I said, this one we're going to really work spectacular. We're going to work so close on this one because I'm burnt, mm-hmm. and I've got eight others going, and they're all coming out of ground at the same time. I'm so lost out here. Like I'm going, okay, yeah, not a time to build my own house. Your own. It's it's no, the uh, what is it? The shoemaker does. Yeah, the shoemaker's no kids yeah. have no shoes. <laughs> Okay, my kids move. Well, that's what moved, my moved. nana says all the time. She's like, "You're a builder, and how come you can never send anybody over to help me at my house?" I listen. I stayed six years in this house, but listen, you know. Oh, my sister made... is acting. My sister just bought a brand new house, and she keeps asking me, "When are you going to help me?" When you got, I'm like, "Girl, <laughs> listen, Smith, yeah. twist my arm to sell this house." I'm like, she's like, "Now at 54, you're going to get stuck in one house." I'm like, "I love my street. I love my yeah. house, but it is what it is." Uh, I, so I'm going to a bigger house. So go figure. Um, Bathroom trends, same as kitchen. What are you finding? Yeah, same. Well, you know, it's typically the same kind of finishes: stone, tile, faucet. So yeah, same as kitchens. Same as kitchens, going down the same road. Mm-hmm. Are you staying with a shaker style door, or are you going gloss? Because I am going gloss in the bathroom. I like gloss. Don't get not me the wrong. Master. Just because I see trend doesn't mean a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Some trends. It is bad when we're going to be ripping it out in seven years. And that's not a lot if of you love it though. So trends can inspire. That's that's the way I look at it. It's inspiration. Okay, so let's not call trends. Yeah. We're inspiring. Right. I would say this. Stay with shaker-style doors in the master, the kitchen. Uh-huh. Here it meets, I'm speaking as a builder. And do all the funky stuff in the other kids' bathrooms. You know, something's... And then if you re- have to rip it out, it's not that much Right, money. right. <laughs> in the kids' okay. bathrooms. One Hope. thing that I did notice, too, though, I, I did a panel discussion recently. and Oh, we... God, I'm going to have to cut her off. Go Uh-oh. ahead. Oh, God, I Go know. ahead. Go ahead. Cut all right. Off. I'm Cindy Stumpel, and you're listening to Tough as Nails on WBZ News Radio 1030. We'll be right back. Sponsored by Newbrook Realty Group. Kennedy Carpet, Next Day Molding, Millennium Marble, Aquarelle Painting, and World Auto. Welcome back to Tough as Nails on WBZ News Radio 1030. And I'm Cindy, Samantha, Tanya. Tanya, before we take phone calls, and time always goes by so fast when you're in my studio, talk to me about the trends of wallpaper. Clients of mine want wallpaper. Love it. Love, 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 love. I'm all about the wall covering. Right, so hold on. I grew up with wallpaper, straw mm-hmm. wallpaper. My mother was always changing the house. I think she had, my father had way too much money or she had too much time <laughs> on her hands because she was changing the house every three years. Imagine like how much time my mom had on her I hands. I love your mom. <laughs> she could change her house every three years. Like it was like a normal thing. So wallpaper... They're bringing wallpaper back. Right. The last three houses I've done, bathrooms, wallpaper, bath, bedrooms, wallpaper. It's so customizable now, and it's so easy to install and remove. That was the big issue. But no one wanted it before because it was a pain in the butt to take it off the walls. But now it has vinyl backing. It comes off clean and easy. So wallpaper's back. In a huge way. 
Put Huge. it on the ceiling, put it on the walls, put it, yeah, on an accent, whatever, on an accent. So instead of me uh, using silver, if I want to do a silver ceiling, I can just do it in wallpaper. Gold, it's, it's wallpaper. Much, yeah, you're going to get texture, you're going to get all different options, better okay, than Okay, so people get take calls, but wallpaper's back. Mom, you're back in style, okay? Mm-hmm. The 70s has returned to 2019 She's coming. She's a trendsetter back then. See? I go in house, I, I do see straw wallpaper. I'm like, straw wallpaper, I grew up Amy? with that. Amy, hi, this is Cindy, Sammy, Tanya. Hi, um, how are you? Hi, Amy. Well, hi. you really want to know the truth? I'm really not good I today. Say, I'm, <laughs> okay. terrible I'm very anxious, and I'm not feeling really great today. No, no, I'm playing with you. I'm, I'm actually having a good day. Can I have good. a pen? How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. You know, I think the two of you are both so inspiring, and I follow both of you on social media. I oh, absolutely thank something. you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you know, I mean, you really do have amazing taste, and I had a couple of questions. I mean, first, did you learn this at school, and or did it come to you naturally to you? I, I love design. I really don't think I'm capable of doing Cindy's job, but I feel I could learn the design end of furniture. And no one ever wants to do my job. You know why? Because I'm the grunt. I do all I the grunt work. Job. Okay. I could not I know, do her job. That's every, for sure. Everybody buys jeans now that are like cut <laughs> up on the knees. Like that's a style thing. My jeans are literally ripped everywhere on my knees because I'm on my knees and my jeans are old. So I'm always on my knees. No one ever wants to do my job. So People think they can do my you job. You know what? For me, uh, my dad is an architect. So I grew up with it. It was always in my blood. But then I ended up, I did end up doing my undergrad in business marketing, not going in the direction of design. But it was where my heart was, so I ended up going back to school. I got my master's in interior architecture, and I'm very glad that I did. Awesome. So, Amy, your question was, did, did Tanya or people go to school for this? Right. There are basic classes you can take mm-hmm. but and, and learn the fundamentals of anything, right? Fundamentals. Yeah, well, look, there's, there's decorating, and there's designers, and there's de- interior architects, right? So if you're a decorator, you just have a knack for it. You're really good at it. You don't even need a degree for that. If you, right. If that's you're great what, that's at where pulling, I was going. Right. If, Amy, do you feel like you're, you have a natural ability that just, you know how to put yourself... I always say... When a designer walks in that she's not put together, run, <laughs> run, like go out the door like, because I'm not going to like your taste. Oh, like no. you need to Please come and put together. That. I go, I show up with baseball hats. Yeah, but that's good. Sometimes. So that would turn yeah. me on. That would be like, yeah. I like that. Okay. <laughs> but when you're coming in and you look like flippy floppy from whatever, right. disheveled and your hair's like, I'm like, okay, you got to go lady. Meanwhile, she could be the, the greatest designer. I don't know. But sure, her first is impression, how your impression right. is. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like, I don't like big, gaudy, stupid jewelry, so you walk in like that, I'm like, okay, you got to go with the big gold bracelets like from here, like you look like Wonder Woman. But if you feel you have a natural ability and you're good at this, just go out there and do it. You know, give a discounted rate to a friend. That's the thing. You have to document. So if you're doing projects, just like Cindy's saying, if you're helping friends out, document it all, take before and after photos, you know. Create a blog for yourself. I mean, that might also be a nice way to sort of. Oh, there we go with the way. blog world. I know, but you know the what? Influencers. It's, it's a nice way to get, get your portfolio going, you know, because then someone can see what you like. If it's not necessarily your own work, they can see what your style is. So it's it's not a bad idea. That's great. Amy, That's you great. know what? Just go out there. Here's my opinion. Because Tanya and I are completely different. Just go do it. How's that? Don't don't blog about don't blog it. Around. Don't 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 second guess yourself. Just go do it. Go do right. one person's house, a friend, yeah. a kitchen, a bathroom, a living room, a dining room. What are room. you afraid of? Uh, well, not, you know what? I guess it's going back to school and trying to figure out how to do everything. Oh, I mean, screw school. <laughs> then school. I guess I could, you could hire me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're always looking for good help, women help at C Stumper Development. 
And if you are good and natural at what you do, give me a call because I can always find a place for you somewhere. But I would just go out there and not worry about blogging. Just go out and do it. And then after you do it and you succeed, then showcase your pictures. Then blow yourself up. Are you you local here in Boston? I am. I'm here in Brookline. In Brookline. Oh, my favorite town. I also, whenever someone is contemplating becoming a designer, I always invite them to have a call with me or stop by the office. So before you hang up, I'll make sure these guys give you my information. Oh, that's great. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Amy. Thank you for calling. All right. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Nora. Hi. 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 (laughs) Let's do that one more time. Hi, hi, hi. (laughs) Hi, Nora. This is Cindy, and we have the beautiful, she's so pretty. Oh. So pretty. Tanya's so pretty. She just lights up the room I with her smile. I Sam. Sam. Sammy's I I beautiful, too. <laughs> yeah, Tanya's got this really great smile. I can't explain it. She's just one of those people. I walk into a room and I piss everybody off. She walks into a room and everybody loves her. <laughs> Something wrong with our faces. I must have this really nasty look on my face. Like, oh, oh that's Cindy Stump. Please. I hate her. Go ahead. What was your question? All right. So I have a question for Samantha. Woohoo! Yeah. Woo. Hi. So I'm young, I'm 22 years old, and I've been trying to get through the phone line for months now, and everything happens for a reason, because it's the perfect show for me to ask you this question. So, your mom is a powerhouse out in her world. Did that scare you at all? Do you have a tough time kind of creating your own identity? I ask this um, because my mom is an architect in New York, and she's kind of pushing me in that direction. I love design, but I don't want to do what she does. And I kind of making a mistake by not listening to her or so. So truth be told, I didn't know that I wanted to do this. I didn't know that this is technically a second language to me. Mm -hmm. And I actually begged my mom to let me come work for her. And originally she didn't think that it was the right thing to do to let me work for her before working for somebody else. And I kept Mm -hmm. pushing. And then I proved myself and then I went and got my real estate license, and now I kind of do both. Okay. So I would say you should try it. If you don't try it, then you don't know. I'm going to speak as, as your mom now, okay? I'm not going to speak mm-hmm. as the daughter. Um, what do you have to lose by... She did ask you first, her question was, do you feel, because your mother's a powerhouse, is that what the insecurity is that you think that you can't be like your mom, that you won't make it to her level, that you are not as good as in architectural as your mom? Where's the insecurity lying here? It's just a lot of pressure only because she's just so good at what she does. But you're so, young. How do you know yeah. you won't be better than her? I have no idea. <laughs> to be honest, the thoughts never really crossed my mind. To be better than me? No, to, that, that I felt insecure. No one's ever going to be better than me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. Okay, That's, listen. I'm parenting Queen, 101, right? <laughs> Queen Elizabeth hasn't given up a throne yet, neither am I, okay? <laughs> no, I would say that, yeah, she's a powerhouse, and I think I use that more towards my advantage than my disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone says to me, oh, your mom's in East Dumpo, my response is, yeah, what are you going to say about it? <laughs> and usually it's not something nice. No, she usually goes, okay, what's coming next, okay? I don't know. Look, is your mom pushing you to go down this field? Yeah. Yeah, she is. I would say I take a lot of heat being her daughter that, like, everyone thinks this was handed to me versus how hard I really work for it. I get she does told, work hard. I get told a lot that I thought you were just a spoiled brat that gets everything handed to her, and I don't really, I didn't realize how much you— People actually say that to you People are very nasty and new to Brookline. Brokers oh, say but... to me all the time, you're nothing like I thought. Wow. Yeah, they always say that. Imagine. 
Mm. Well, they think she's going to be just like me, and she's really nice. She's the nice one. <laughs> not lately. She, she's the good witch. I'm the bad witch. Actually, now lately she's coming out of my what? hands when she it's texts not, everything. She's turning into her. My advice and Sammy's advice, I think, is leaning towards the same way. You've got nothing to lose by trying it. You know, and your mother's got a lot of knowledge there. Absorb it. Take it. You're young enough. In three, four years, if you decide, you know what? It's not the avenue I want to go down. Change it up. I mean, the, tr- the true answer is that I worked for another broker before I came home and pushed my mom to let me do this. You know? And I was like... Yeah, but I- Sam, I'm a builder. I'm not a broker. But in- so you but learn in- building. What Sammy was saying to at the beginning also was you knew more than what you thought. Correct. And you might know more than what you think too here. Just being around your mom so much. Okay. Oh, yeah. I have to remind myself. I need a piece of paper that says, I'm Cindy Stumpo. (laughs) And you're listening to Tough as Nails on WBZ News Radio 1030. We'll be right back. Want to join the conversation with Cindy and her guests? Text or call 617-964-5440. That's 617-964-5440. Welcome back to Tough as Nails on WBZ News Radio 1030. And again, we got to go out. Tanya, fast. I need you to tell everybody. Tell me, when are you leaving? You're going off to, to tape on ABC, The Great Christmas Light Fight. Yes. Take it. I'm going to be gone. I'll be filming for six weeks straight, going all over the country, checking out the craziest, wildest, wackiest, most over-the-top Christmas light displays. My job is to be as a judge, and we pick one winner on every episode. Each winner gets $50,000. But if you follow along on Instagram, I am like a crazy Instagram girl. So it's just at Tanya Nyack. Thank you to the listeners. Because of you, I just signed a second-year contract with iHeartRadio. Without you guys listening, I would not have a show. Thank you for all your support out here. Sammy, we made it a year. I love you, Blondie. Have a great, safe weekend. This is WBZ News Radio 1030, Cindy Stumpo. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.